Today, it's exciting because we're moving to a new series, the next chapter. Can you say that with me? The next chapter. Because to me, this is a vital message for the body of Christ right now. It's vital. And today's message title will be the man in the mirror. Man in the mirror. Can you say that? Man in the mirror. What are you trying to say, Bishop? I believe it's time for us to look at ourselves. Time to look at yourself. Time to, time to regain time, not lose time. Not lose your ability in God or Christ Jesus. That's what's important to me. So it's time to look at yourself. And it's, as the old writer said, to thine own self be true. For the most part, we're not true to ourselves. And we must be. But I want to take you to some important scriptures today. And I'm, with, I'm going through this just like you are. The Lord is speaking to me as he's speaking to you. But I want to take you to Psalms 139 verse 13. I believe these words are so vital and so important to the church of Jesus Christ and to you individually. Psalms 139 verse 13 through 16. For thou hast possessed my reins. What is he saying? You control every part of me. Now watch what the psalmist says. For thou hast possessed my reins. Thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. You took all my parts and you made it come together perfectly. Now watch and hear this. God never puts anything together without design and purpose. Let me say it again. God never puts anything together without design and purpose. And he just says here, the psalmist says, you possess my reins. You possess all my parts. You, 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 you possess all the, all, my, the, all the important things in my, in my physical body. You've covered me in my mother's womb. God never puts anything together without design and without purpose. Then he says in verse 14, watch this. David says, I will praise you. For I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Man, look at this. God, you've put me together. Marvelous are thy works, and thy soul knoweth right well. You know me. My substance, watch this, who I am, what I'm all about. My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret. Oh, your mom and dad thought they did it in a secret, but God was watching. Are you hearing me? God was watching. There's no mistakes. God is involved. Watch. My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. He's talking about in the womb of the woman. Thine eyes did see my substance. You looked at me, even hidden in the womb. <clears throat> my eyes, thine eyes did see my substance. Yet being unperfect, I wasn't complete. Yet being unperfect and in thy book, this is key. Hear this. And in thy book, all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. Are you hearing this? Even though it <clears throat> had not come into being, God had already had a plan. God had a design. Now watch. Which in continuance were fa fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. In my book, in your book. Even before I was formed, in my book, in your book, Father, something was written. How precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God. How great is the sum of them. Then he goes on, and these are all very important verses because you realize there's a book. And in that book, there's something written. Watch. Psalms 139, verse 13, in the New Living Translation. It'll help you understand it better. You made all the delicate inner parts of my body. 
and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion, as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day, this is important, every day of my life, Pastor Ariel, you need to hear this. Pastor Mike, you need to hear this. Sister Kathy, you need to hear this. It's something the Lord really pressed into my spirit. Every day. What does every day mean to you, Pastor Kenny? Every Every day. Every minute, every second, every hour. Every day of my life <clears throat> was recorded in your book. Even before my members came together. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment, every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. My God. This is powerful. Before a single day had passed. How precious are your thoughts about me, O oh God. They cannot be numbered. David had an understanding. The psalmist had an understanding of God that very few people have. That God is truly almighty. God truly is ever-present. God truly is all-knowing. And guess what? He knows about you, darling. He knows about you, dear. He knows about what you're going through. He knows that he's... You say, well, how does he know? Let me just jump ahead of myself. Because God has already been... He's already been where you're going. He's already been where you're going, where you're headed. Because God, time means nothing to God. He saw you in the beginning and he's all already walked with you in the end, in the process. Oh, thank you, Jesus. That means he saw Alan Meshagan when I was formed in the womb. And he also saw Alan Meshagan when he's been ministering the gospel. <clears throat> and he knows ex exactly where I'm going to end up. There are some things we have to do, though. Our life, say my life, our life is a book written by the hand of God. Make no mistake, it's already written. The life of Christ was already written. It was prophesied thousands of years before he ever walked on the planet Earth. The book was written. Our life is a book written by the hand of God, and it is a book filled with chapters. What is our series? The next chapter. The next chapter. It is a book filled with chapters. Your book. Your book is, a, uh, is filled with chapters which define. Watch this. Those chapters will define who you are and what you will become. Each chapter, though, must be carefully processed and completed. Everything God wrote in his book, we are living it out. Say that with me. We're living out what God has written. This is important. Everything in his book, we're living it out. And I say, oh, to discover and to be satisfied with what God has written. See, a lot of people are not satisfied with what God has said, not realizing what God has said is going to be more a perfect destination, a perfect end, a perfect solution. Oh, God, I feel good. Just to discover and be satisfied with what God has written. I want to be satisfied with it. That's why the Bible says be content. And those things that you're living in. Be content. Why? Because he's already written it. To discover and be satisfied with what God has written. To walk out the master's plan for our life. <clears throat> it's already written. All we have to do is walk it out. Live it out. Which is sometimes not very easy. We need to be complete in the author of our book. I want to be complete in him, the author of my book, which leads from death or darkness into life or light. 
I can remain in death if I don't move forward in the chapter, the next chapter. I will stay in darkness if I don't move into the next chapter. I can stay impoverished if I don't move to the next chapter. I can stay sick if I don't move on to the next chapter. This is important because you see the book is written. All I have to have faith in is the one who wrote the book. Did God write it? Did God say it? If God said it, then I believe it. And faith faith ignites God because he sees we have not seen it yet, yet we believe it. That's powerful. But So I want to be complete, Pastor Kenny, in the author of the book, which will lead me somewhere. You see, each chapter of your life, each chapter of your life has been carefully designed to lead you to a greater dimension, to a greater glory. Did you hear that? And my glory can be different than your glory. My dimension can be different than your dimension. But Kathy, God has a plan. He's written you in a book and you're going to go from glory to glory, dimension to dimension, from different stages and different chapters. But you're going to go there because you trust in him. I'm going to move to a greater dimension. I'm going to move to a greater glory. Why? Not for Alan Meshagin's sake, but for the, for the sake of the kingdom of God. I move from one chapter to the next for the sake of the kingdom of God. And I say this, what a loss it is if we skip the process in the book. The process. Each chapter has a process. And if you don't walk through it properly, it's a tremendous loss to you and to the kingdom of God. I've heard people say that death is the greatest loss in life. Oh, but then I read something that changed my thinking on that. Death is not the greatest loss in life. The truth of the matter is death is not the greatest loss. The greatest loss is what dies inside us while we're still alive. Oh, my God. Do I need to say that again? I think so. They say death is the greatest loss. But the truth of the matter is death is not the greatest loss. <clears throat> the greatest loss it's what dies inside of, inside of us while we're, st we're still alive. Do you realize that many of us are still alive, yet we're dead inside? Why? Because we refuse to read. We refuse to walk through the process of the chapters God has written for my life. Because we don't trust the author of the book. I want you to know I trust the author of the book with my life. With everything I say, with everything I do, with the joy that I have, with the happiness, with the healing that I know is coming my way. I've had people say to me that God wants you to be blessed. He wants you prosperous. Had a man prophesy that to me. And I say, amen, yes and amen. And whatever is written in that book, maybe, maybe God showed this person something written in my book. And man, that's where prophecies come forth from. I'm speaking this by means of the Spirit now. That's where prophecies come forth from, Pastor Ariel. You see, he, uh, God allows me to look into the book of Ariel Meshagan and say, this is what shall come to pass. I didn't write it. God wrote it. God, thank you that all of us have a book. That's good stuff. What a great series this is going to be. Jesus, Jesus. You say, well, Bishop, if what you say is true about our life being a book written <clears throat> with the finger of God. Now watch this. This is the way people think. If that's true, then let's just go to the last chapter and see what happens. No, 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 no. You can't do like I used to do in school where 
You're going to read a book, I just go to the last chapter and write a book report on it. How many of y'all have done that before? Come on, tell the truth. You can't do that in God. You can't jump to the last chapter. You can't do it. This won't work in the spirit realm because this book must be read with process. That means there's each stage. You've got to go through it. You've got to live it out. You've got to walk it out. And listen, it's not a torture. It's not, it's not a bad thing to, to live it out, to work it out. If you stay in the, in the pages of his book, if you stay from chapter to chapter, because he's not going to lead you into, into devastation. He's going to lead, lead you into creative ability. Okay? So you see, you can't, this book has to be read in process. Each chapter must be lived out. Watch this. Here's another key. Each chapter must be lived out in its appointed time. So you can enter the next chapter. You can't enter the next chapter until you live out the appointed time. You say, do you have some Bible for that? Well, yeah, let me give you a little Bible because that seems the only thing you'll listen to today. In Exodus 9, 5, the Lord is talking about plagues he's going to bring on Egypt. But watch what he says. This is what God spoke to me this morning. Not my wife, not my son, not my pastors. God spoke this to me and brought it to my mind. In Exodus 9, 5, and the Lord appointed a set time. The Lord appointed a set time saying, tomorrow the Lord shall do this thing in the land. Well, what he showed me here, he has a set time. There is a process that he's going to only operate in that set time. Now, I cannot explain that. I won't even try to define it. Other than I know if I tell you to be at my house at 7 o'clock for dinner, I don't expect you to be there at 7.30. I don't expect you to be there at 8 o'clock. And I don't expect you to be there at 5.30. I expect you to be there at the set time. God has a set time and his table is being prepared. And it's only going to be ready at his time, in his season. Pastor Kenny, there's been things we didn't understand in life and things we went through. And there's been times of separation and times of discouragement. But the truth of the matter is... The chapter was already written, and you were going to be sitting right here listening to me. No matter what, the doctor said you're not going to live. You almost died, and yet God had written in the book, you're going to be sitting there listening to me minister today, and you're going to be a part of this ministry. Why, Kathy, are you here? Why, Pastor Mike? Why, Pastor Ariel? Why, Denise? Why, Kaylee? Why the church? <clears throat> because your name is written in a book. God, have mercy. I feel good today. I feel anointed to speak this word. I believe this is going to change the direction of our church. It's going to change your direction today. So you need to hear me. God's about to change you. So are we agreed that God has a set time? Well, if you don't believe that, let's look at Job. Job, the 14th chapter, verse 14. If a man die, watch this question. If a man die, shall he live again? Job asked the question. All the days of my appointed time, listen to what he's saying, all the days of my appointed time will I wait till my change comes. Let me tell you, you can't rush this book. You can't run ahead and read the last chapter. You've got to know that God is on the throne and he's about to do something miraculous in your life. You can't jump ahead. You've got to live it out, walk it out. You've got to feel it. You've got to sense it. And Job says here, in Job it says, uh, all the days of my appointed time. That means there is an 
appointed time. Kenny, you have an appointed time. Ariel, you have an appointed time. Kathy, you have an appointed time. And it's appointed under man wants to die. But I'm going to tell you, after that comes eternal life. There's an appointed time for eternal life. And I'm walking in it today. I'm living in it today. And I believe we're immortal as long as the hand of God is upon us. And it's appointed. And I'm going to walk through those chapters. I have a the next chapter of my life is far better than the, 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 the chapter I just read. That's what you need to say. The next chapter is going to be far better than the one I just read. If a man die, shall he live again? God. That's some potent stuff right here. So you have a choice. You say, I've got a choice. I'm about to close this session with prayer. You have a choice. And that is to write your own beginning. Oh, yeah, I'm going to write my beginning. How Alan wants to be. I want to be this way and that way. And I want to church this way, and I want to see this kind of people here. I want to see all, all rich people in my church, or I want to see all poor people in my church. I want to see all physically fit people in my church. No, let me tell you, you need to reach the lost, no matter who they are, what they are. I can't write that book. Only God can. The next chapter. You need to see the man in the mirror. All this is about looking at yourself, being true to yourself. Watch. You have a choice, and that is to write your own beginning or your own end. Or to follow God's plan or follow the plan you've laid out for yourself. I don't know about you, but I believe, I believe God has written what he has written is complete. And it's the best scenario for my life and for your life. God, have mercy. I don't know how you feel. I'm going to close with that. I don't know how you feel, but I can tell you this. This is a series that I believe will be a blessing to you, the next chapter. Because some of y'all have been in a chapter too long. You've been there way too long. It's time to move on. Let's, let's read the book. And there's a lot of things I could say right now, but I don't want to get ahead of myself. But you have to understand. You say, well, Bishop, I would like to know how many chapters, I may bring this up next time I speak. How many chapters are in my book? Is it six chapters, seven chapters, eight chapters, nine chapters, 10 chapters, 50 chapters? How many chapters are in my book? As many as God needs to get you from your beginning <clears throat> to your end. So no matter what, you may only have one chapter. Maybe God's only got one thing he wants you to do. As many people in the Bible, if you read it, they only had one thing to do. You may have one chapter or you may have 50, but whatever it is, I'm going to live each one of them. I'm going to walk them out, live them out. I want to pray with you. I want to thank you for watching today. I want to thank you for being a part of my life and a part of this ministry. You are important to me. I couldn't be where I am if you weren't where you are. Because we all work together, we all believe together, and we all hold on to the same truth. So whatever your need is today, let me pray with you as you walk through your chapters of your life. Father, I want to thank you for this ability. I want to thank you, God, that you're still God. And with your very finger, your own finger, you wrote my life. You wrote my life from, as the psalmist said, when nobody could see in the seclusion, in the dark of the room where I was created, Yet you saw me, God, and you wrote out my life. You put my inner parts together. 
So, Lord, I'm thanking you in advance for all the people that are listening to this and how you're blessing them and putting them together as they now start to veer off the course they've been on and they start getting back into the book that's been written for them and they move from chapter to chapter until they reach their that dimension you want them to reach. So, Lord, bless them. If they need healing, God, let them see it's written in their book. If they need prosperity, let them see it's written in the book. Let them see, God, that your hand is upon them. And everlasting life is, is already, it's already been put in their bank account. It's already there. Everlasting life is yours. So, Lord, bless them now and strengthen them. And, Father, let them sense your spirit, no matter where they are, the hospital room or in their bedroom. I thank you, Lord, for touching them in Jesus' name. And they all would say, and it shall come to pass. Thank you so very much for watching today. Remember to share this, this video on Facebook and subscribe to the channel on YouTube and always make comments on both sites. People are watching, people are listening, and someone needs your word, so speak it out. I love you. I'll see you next week. God bless you.